This is Personal Footnotes for an Impersonal Author, Chapter 10, Episode 10. A terrifying condition of Stephen Dedalus becomes apparent. A certain shift in narrative style becomes obvious on page 183, where I was struck by the very simple phrase, and Father Conmy thought that. Announcing thought in this way seems very subversive to what we have read of Joyce thus far, and it surprised me. After searching the PDF version of the novel for the phrase, thought that, I saw that it's only used six times, and only three of the six actually are employed in this third-person third authorial sense. As this is the first instance of the six, and therefore the first instance of the actual relevant three, I'm curious as to how this, char- how this character should be read in comparison to Bloom and Stephen. Other than this chapter being the first to actually announce thought, I also thought it seemed most outwardly inclined, where Stephen is almost inherently stuck in his own head, and all Bloom seems to notice are women ads that feels odd getting a full picture of the setting without the heavy aesthetics of the other characters. What I find very interesting regarding Stephen is his obsessions with all that around him and his compulsion to remain within his own mind, to remove a certain agency and presence of nature and setting. In chapter 10, however, we find ourselves able to see setting, the physical world. Dublin lights up and becomes something other than the aesthetic apparatus for Stephen to mold and ruminate on, or bloom to, or bloom to search for ads within. And I think that's a cool way to look at the construction of a setting from the point of view of Stephen. His physical world is not an objective one. It's one that doesn't represent setting. It's rather a sort of playground for his mind. It light bulbs becomes apparent, however, that maybe Stephen doesn't want this condition if we are to call it that. I'm bipolar. And the second the physical world starts to shift into something more esoteric, something that speaks to me in some way, I know mania is setting in. So I know that in many ways, to look at the world with such uncertainty, with such ambiguity and hidden meaning, it can be terrifying. The world can tell you things you didn't want to hear or things you wanted to hear, but you really shouldn't. The moment the fluidity of the mind spills into the structure and order of nature, all hell breaks loose. So yes, I think it's valuable to analyze Stephen's worldview and contrast other characters, but also important to note that this could be less a decision, more of a compulsion. Perhaps Stephen wants order, the structure of the world around him. Perhaps he wants his brain to remain in check, or the external world to allow him to glean some sort of solace and equilibrium. What happens when every time you look at the sea, all you see is death? When trees look like your mother, when a breeze is a scream of terror and pain, I'm scared for Stephen.